Support for NPR comes from ADP. Say you're in HR and a solar flare adds an extra hour to each day. How would this impact business? ADP designs forward-thinking solutions to help your business take on the next anything. ADP, always designing for people. The new Netflix series Bodies has a great hook. The same murdered corpse turns up in the same London location in four different time periods. The detectives assigned to the cases don't know it, but their investigations are inextricably linked to the same dark secret that can change the world forever. I'm Glenn Weldon, and today we're talking about bodies on Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. This message comes from Capital One, offering commercial solutions you can bank on. Now more than ever, your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services, all tailored to your short- and long-term goals. Backed by the strength and stability of a top-10 commercial bank, their dedicated experts work with you to build lasting success. Explore the possibilities at CapitalOne.com slash commercial, a member FDIC. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Mattress Firm. How do you sleep at night? Mattress Firm can help anyone sleep at night. Mattress Firm's sleep experts receive 200-plus hours of training annually to help you get your best rest. Upgrade your sleep with a Tempur-Pedic mattress made with a -a one-of-a-kind, infinitely adaptable temper material for exceptional support to help alleviate aches and pains. Get matched at Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale and sleep at night. This message comes from NPR sponsor CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car, you should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality, so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. Don't settle. Find love at first drive. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This message comes from NPR sponsor Be My Guest with Ina Garten, a podcast from Food Network. Intimate and captivating conversations with new and old friends. Jennifer Garner, Frank Bruni, Emily Mortimer, and more. Listen to Be My Guest wherever you get your podcasts. Joining me today is the host of WBEZ's Nerdette podcast, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year, Greta Johnson. Hey, Greta. Hi, Glenn. Hey. Also with us is Ronald Young Jr. He is the host of the film and television review podcast, Leaving the Theater, and of the recently launched podcast, Wait For It. Hey, Ronald. No, you are loved, Glenn. No, you are loved. (laughs) No, I am loved. (laughs) On that note, in Bodies, a naked, dead body that's been shot through the eye appears in the same alley in London's East End in four different time periods. The detectives assigned to investigate are all outsiders in different ways. In 1890, Victorian detective Alfred Hillinghead, played by Kyle Soller, is a family man whose closeted queer desire threatens to destroy his life and career. Alfred... I mean, you wish to discuss what happened last night. What happened was a mistake. You kissed me. In 1941, Jacob Fortune Lloyd plays Charles Whiteman, a slick, handsome cop on the take, who's the subject of anti-Semitic bigotry from his fellow officers. I heard they hit the synagogue last night. It's a shame. Now, Racky, going can protect your lot from the Luftwaffe. I think Farrell has a problem with me, sir. Our department has a problem with you. Enough. In 2023, Detective Shahara Hassan is a single mother and a Muslim who wears her heart on her sleeve. She's played by Amaka Okafor. I promised his sister I'd keep him safe, but how the f*** 
did this happen? Shahara, don't you dare start thinking like that. And in the future of 2053, Shira Haas plays Detective Iris Maplewood, a disabled woman whose loyalties to the society's charismatic utopian leader has netted her a comfortable life and the tech that allows her to walk. I believe in your world, sir. What you're trying to achieve. No. Be honest. I wanted to walk. There's more to that charismatic leader, played by Stephen Graham, than meets the eye, a fact that each detective in their different time periods comes to learn over the course of the series' eight twisty and suspenseful episodes. Bodies is streaming now on Netflix. Greta, kick us off. What'd you think? Okay, well, Glenn, if you say the phrase time travel murder mystery, I am just Uh like extremely all in 100%. (laughs) I loved the acting. I thought the script was great. I thought the directing was great. The casting, like I thought it was all very well done. I'm not sure the plot actually made sense. And I'm a little worried this is still copaganda, but Uh Uh all in all, I thought it was a great ride. I think the fact that they released all eight episodes at once is wonderful because this is like a solidly excellent binge. Agreed. Agreed. What about you, Ronald? I didn't like it. I liked it, but I really didn't like it. It's it, I'm all so right. I'm kind of I'm as confused as the plot. I guess I would say uh-huh. say more, uh-huh. say more. Because yeah, yeah. you know, it was a very slow start. It was a very slow start. Mm. Like the first four episodes, I'm just like, come on, y'all, get to the point. I mean, I I know what y'all are doing. I get it. This person is dead in four different times periods you already had me hooked i was in there with you and then it just kind of plods along and just plotting 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 and then the last four episodes it picks up it picks up in a way that i wish they would have spread out over eight episodes and i think i would have been with it a little more it also kind of veers into this very sci-fi television show in the early 2000s territory which isn't necessarily (laughs) a bad thing but big fan of warehouse 13 yeah yeah y'all know what i'm talking about i was gonna say it's not necessarily a bad thing but it, it kind of it changed the tone so much because I think it's billed as like a genre bending show and I remember watching it immediately being like this really isn't a police procedural at all yeah. but because I felt like I was being pulled in different ways with the kind of slow pacing versus the really high sci-fi elements you know I just I, I didn't necessarily feel like it, it really stuck for me okay I mean getting pulled in different ways is kind of it's kind of the theme of the show so it's true looks true I did get sucked into this. I really liked the performances, as Greta mentioned. I thought the hook was great. Mm -hmm. I also thought that episode to episode, the structure of the show, which when you think about it, if you're adapting a graphic novel by Cy Spencer and various artists, and it's juggling four different stories that have to speak to each other somehow, I thought that was really sharp. I especially thought that every episode ended in a way that made you have to click next episode. That is true. Which is the goal. That said, it is Netflix. Usual Netflix rules apply to your point, Ronald. Eight episodes could have been six, should have been six. But what I do like is that, and let's offer this reassurance to folks, this isn't one of those series that tries to tell the story but leave itself open for a season two. This story is done. Yes. So without getting specific, Greta, did you think it stuck the landing? I think it stuck the landing if I don't think about it too hard. And I would say I'm okay with that. Okay. What about you, Ronald? No, I do not think it's the Okay. All right. Good. You're just thinking about it too hard, Ron. I don't want that to carry too much weight because I still think people should watch it. When you do a time travel movie, you set your own rules and then it has to follow those rules. If it breaks mm-hmm. them, it's weird. This one, I don't know that it actually set any rules. Mm-hmm. It messed with me a little bit. I'm just like, well, is this villain a villain or I don't 
don't think this villain is a villain. I think this villain maybe just misguided. Like what? You know, I was just, I felt very disoriented. Disoriented. I think that's the word I would use ah. for this. I felt very disoriented. The villain just wants to be loved, Ron. Obviously. Yeah. Yes, no, I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're correct, Greta. You're okay. absolutely correct. I got that. <laughs> well, disoriented is kind of the magic word because when this graphic novel came out, many of the reviews said it was confusing and it didn't really, you know, make cohesive sense. And I, we should point out that the graphic novel brings in even more crap. There's <laughs> cults and shamanism and there's Jack the Ripper. Oh, right. That's interesting. And I kept waiting for Jack the Ripper to show up. Same. I didn't have a problem with it. I, there were timelines that I was more drawn to than others that I thought were more compelling. For sure. Yes. For sure. Greta, what, what were you drawn to? What were you not quite as vibing on? Well, I mean, I think when it comes to the timelines, I do, I mean, this was a very British show in a number of ways. I do think like Jack the Ripper era and then also like pre-war kind of blitz era are both, you know, like extremely overwrought in a number of ways. Uh I think especially our closeted police officer, it just didn't quite land for me. And it's funny, Ronald, especially to hear you talk about how Like you felt like, you know, some of them moved really slowly because I agree with you. And also in some instances, I wish we had gotten just a little bit more backstory from some of these Hmm. officers to really understand like the weight of the context that they were working with, even though I also don't actually want it to be any longer, (laughs) if that makes sense. It kind of felt like they were doing character development on the fly because like, you know, you, Hmm. when, when we meet that police officer, we immediately know that they are a person who follows the letter of the law based on their interaction right. with someone who's stealing food for for some reason. So we know this person mm-hmm. is by the book, which and they do that kind of with all of them, where they they're kind of like inserting this on the fly character development as they go. A shorthand, yeah. yeah. And I totally get why because they have so much to tell us in eight episodes. I think what I was thinking about when I watched this was the movie Cloud Atlas. Yes, which. I, mm-hmm. I did not like the movie Cloud Atlas. I loved the book Cloud Atlas. I loved Beautiful it. Beautiful book. Yeah, yeah. It was Beautiful well done. Book. But when they tried to translate it, there was a lot of jumping around. And I feel like the fact that the book nests the stories inside of one another is still something that I'd like to see. And I think this show might have had an opportunity to do more of that in a way that kind of like left me feeling less disoriented. But there's still parts of the show that I'm still thinking about. To answer your question, I was really drawn to the 2053 time. Line. I was like, okay, what's going on here? This is all as a result of what happened before. I was also drawn to the present timeline. So maybe I'm just exposing that I'm not a period piece person. So yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I am with you. I thought those felt more, I mean, maybe they were just more accessible from our point of view, which I think you yeah. know, wouldn't yeah. not make sense. I think also to your point, Ronald, like some of the reveals, I'm going to put reveals in quotes because they should have been reveals. For example, in the 2053 timeline, like it turns out the neighbor has like sort of this ulterior role that you wouldn't have expected. And it's like, yeah. that was another one that just didn't feel like it should have been kind of, oh, wow, I had no idea yeah. the neighbor was going to blah, blah. But in this case, it was sort of like, eh. They're like, oh, yeah, that makes okay. sense. I guess yeah. that's, you yeah. know. She was shifty from the jump. I kind of vibe with the 1890 timeline the best. Did because, you? Maybe because I love what Kyle Soller is doing. I'm such a fan of him from Andor. He's yeah. a phenomenal actor. And I just, he's phenomenal. He's so good and so 
conflicted. I thought the 2023 storyline was interesting. I thought, you know, Okafor really grounded that performance. Was there maybe a little too much the power of love stuff for my black and tiny heart? Right? <laughs> yeah, may- maybe. <laughs> I was wondering how you felt about that, Glenn. I'm, I'm like, that's not Glenn's thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my thing. I had I also had trouble getting a bead on what Shira Haas was doing in the 2053 mm, timeline. Yeah. I, maybe I was distracted by the hair and the eyebrows or lack of sun. That hair yeah. really bugged me. The makeup me. was terrible. It really bugged me. I thought the timeline was interesting. I thought the production design was interesting. Same. It, uh, the outlier for me, though, was the 1941 mm. timeline. I thought Jacob Fortune yeah. Lloyd was great. Yeah. And he was really playing, you know, a slick jerk. That was the one timeline that had me wondering, why are we here? How is this going to get factored in? I could kind of tell how the other three were going to zoom together. I had no idea what was going on there. We eventually find out. But I don't know if it justifies its presence. I had to be reminded, actually. I remember thinking... Really, though? Like, this could have been anything. <laughs> I don't really know. Really? But I really yeah. like the guy. The guy was charming. Was so. Well, and I think that's another instance of, like, the character I kept kind of comparing him to was the main dude in The Last of Us. Yes. Who, yes. like, he doesn't want to be a thug, but he has fought so hard to survive for so long. And it turns out he's kind of good mm-hmm. at it that he ends up, like, embodying that role. But it felt like, I was creating that extrapolation more than it actually existed in the show, which I found kind of frustrating. That was one another one where I was like, if we had had like just a little more backstory around what this dude had been through and even why he was crooked in the first place, I think it would it could have gone a really long way. Yeah. I mean, I do think we should take just a moment to talk about why the time travel machine is called the throat. Yeah. I mean, they <laughs> I could have picked even, any. They could have said yeah, anything. There's, there's a lot of. You could have said anything and they went with throat. Yeah. Ronald, I have to say, I love what you said earlier about like the establishing of the rules thing. Cause I think you really are. I think that's exactly what happened. And, you know, and I think it kind of speaks to what I was saying too, with like, if you don't think about it too hard, it's fine. But once you really start being like, okay, wait, but if there is free will or not, and then the circle and it's unavoidable, but it, somehow it is, but only in this one specific instance, even though they say they try, it's just like, oh yeah, no, it doesn't actually work. You're both right. At any point, any time travel narrative has to get to this part where we just wave our hands. Like, eh, <laughs> yes. Don't worry about it. Look <laughs> over a, here. We, we set up our own rules and then we go, yeah, it's also the wizard <laughs> did it. And then we just <laughs> plow through Another show it reminded me a lot of that I really liked, but Ronald, I imagine you probably hated to, is this Canadian show Continuum, which came out like about a decade ago, which also involves cops and time travel. And I haven't seen it since then. It could be absolute trash, but I remember, I think it's quite similar. It has kind of a similar like a propulsive like movement towards a large terrorist event. That's all I'll say. I found it very satisfying. So it's funny. We're talking about the shows I didn't like. When I thought about this show, what I actually thought it was a cross of was Cloud Atlas and Class of 09, which just just was on FX. Oh, right. Now, I really liked Class of 09, which mm-hmm. wasn't really – it's not really a time travel, but it is time jumping in its sure. its narrative. I really liked Class of 09, I, and I thought it worked in, in the ways they were telling the the story. That's what this kind of re- was reminiscent of. But I, now I think I want to check out Continuum. So Yeah, check it out. I never saw it. So yeah. I, I can't have seen it to hate it, Greta. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> well, let's connect the dots here. I think we all dig the show, and I think we, we suggest you check it out. We also suggest – not thinking about it too Agreed. hard. Just let it go. Let it wash over you. Uh, because there's some really great performances in here. 
We want to know what you think about bodies, however. Find us at Facebook.com slash PCHH. That brings us to the end of our show. Greta Johnson, Ronald Young Jr., thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. This episode was produced by Hafsa Fatima and Liz Metzger and edited by Mike Katzeff and Jessica Reedy. And Hello Come In provides our theme music. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. I'm Glenn Weldon, and we'll see you all tomorrow. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com slash NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.